Do you think a mere monkey like you can defeat a god? Behold, I shall show you our true power. Mantra Reactor, release! I call upon the power of the Mantra! Welcome to episode three of Capcom Community Official Podcast, so named because we were busy. <laughs> and uh, sitting with me, this is Brett Elston, Brelston on Capcom Community, and the usual trio here. Hi, I'm uh, Seth Killian. And Greg Aman. Greg Aman. Greg and Goblins. Greg, the... Greg, Greg and Goblins fame. <laughs> <laughs> Alluding to a podcast that doesn't exist. Right. Coming, coming eventually Yet. to nowhere near you is Greg and Goblins. Uh this is an off week in the sense that we should have had a podcast last week because we wanted to do every two weeks. But then last week would have put us in this weird situation where we would have then had a podcast the week in between each of these game releases that are coming out over the next few months. Mm-hmm. So we have Azure's Wrath this week, followed by Street Fighter Cross Tekken, followed by Operation Raccoon City. So to get us back on a schedule of coming out on the week of a game, we kind of delayed it a week. But then even this week is all week cross assault live stream across three channels, which is like a nonstop basically fighting game slumber party happening in the building and it's really uh soaking up a lot of not just my time obviously but everyone kind of is it's it's a very big ambitious project so it's spreading out into everyone's roles so it was very difficult to even get this one going but we're going to persevere and make this happen people really care oh man we're not able to get the podcast (laughs) all that matters is we do it consistently and i don't care if it's dead air for the next hour it doesn't hell or high water (laughs) If we were this going is to totally a podcast. This yeah. is a podcast for the internet. Um, but yeah, so kicking off, as we are wants to do, is whatever the newest, biggest game to talk about. And this week, for the U.S. at least, is Azura's Wrath, which after what seems like hundreds of hours of streaming it at Comic-Con and <laughs> PAX, and uh, I think everyone has seen What's-His-Name's-Finger coming in the atmosphere. Oh, yeah. Wizen? Is that who it is? Wizen. Wow, well played. Oh, I, paid it, up. I, paid I would it. I would never have remembered that, but as soon as you said it, I yeah. was like, that's Wizen. He kind of looks like a Wizen in a way that I can't describe. Mm. He's wizened. He's, you he's say? Wizened. He doesn't seem wise, though, so it's weird. He seems full of himself. He does. But so uh, the bit with Osir's Wrath. I just love the glorious overconfidence of everybody one after another in Osir's Wrath. Like, no, please. You. Yeah, it's very, I mean, I think intentionally so. Insolent like, worm. You can never yeah. possibly beat me, even though the last guy said something similar. And then, yes, boy, did he get shown. You're the sixth guy in four hours oh. to say this is, no one has ever beat me in a million right. years. Like, literally a million. Inconceivable. Even, yes. There are deities. That's true. You just get used to thinking that way. But so the bit with Azra is, was he a deity as well, or is yeah, he like a demigod? He is what they call a cyborg demigod. <laughs> is that what they call it? <laughs> in, the, in the technical parlance. Right. That, as it was written in the... Uh, ancient text. Ancient Sanskrit. Mm. <laughs> Cyborgia, the, the ancient dead right. language of cyborgs. So yeah. Uh, no, the joke fell flat. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't try very hard. <laughs> uh, so we shoved that across the finish line. Yep. Like, nope. 
So Osteros Wrath came out, and uh, I'm pretty psyched. I actually haven't had enough time to play through it yet, or even touch my copy yet. But tonight is the night. It's uh, it's fun though. You know, it's uh, not really entirely like anything we've seen before. You know, it's like a bunch of parts of things you may or may not remember from various yeah. points in the history of gaming. I have played this game, and now I'm confused. Well, <laughs> <then>. <laughs> it's, it's sort of like a bunch of parts of things that you may or may not remember. Well, it's like, I don't know. Like, I play th- play parts of it, and I'm like, wow, this is very Panzer Dragoon or, like, mm. Sin and Punishment. Or fair enough, fair enough. Good elaboration. Yeah, and then there's beat-em-up parts, and then there's a lot of QTEs, uh, quick-time events. And yeah. I think that, I mean, obviously the biggest selling point, even all the reviews, um, even the wide range of review scores for the game, uh, all agree that it's, like just absolutely nuts, and I, that's obviously what they were going for was mm-hmm. just anime insanity beginning to end. Yeah. And even though I'm not a fan of QTEs, I just generally don't like pushing a stick one direction for a gigantic monumentous action. It, it's so out over the top in this game that <laughs> it overcomes my innate distaste for that kind of thing, and then yeah. throws in other gameplay elements to not just be one constant, you know, Dragon Slayer kind of game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I just like even watching the trailers and stuff where he's getting impaled through the entire planet with a sword that's <laughs> stretching to the moon. and It's just so ridiculous that uh, yeah. I, I, it's actually won me over to the point where I am going to play this probably yeah. all the way through just to see how absurd it gets. Because the launch trailer even shows at the very end what appears to be just, uh, I mean, from a Marvel Comics reference, it looks like eternity, basically. the si- Just the embodiment of the universe standing over the planet, like, bigger than Wizen, yeah. bigger than anything else I've seen. And they're like, so am I going to fight this thing? Because <laughs> it looks like the embodiment of the universe that yeah. I'm trying to fight. And I want to know why and how he's going to punch the universe in the face. Yeah. <laughs> and how that relates to his wife being killed. Right. Yeah, the <laughs> spectacle right. is compelling enough that even if... Uh, at times you're just like flicking a stick to watch an action like yeah. still you're just like okay i have to I have to flick that stick yeah i'm definitely like supremely intrigued even though at, at, at a first glance i was like yeah i don't know if i'll play that back when i was in the press and i had to like do some previews i'm like this looks really cool but i'm not sure if i'll i'll play it when it comes out and now yeah. i'm like actually <laughs> it's just so nuts that I, I i need to see what happens i think winning you over is sort of the operative phrase there it is one of those games that like yeah. it really just it's it sort of He's irrepressible, like literally. Like, yeah. yeah, you're just like, all right, you got me. Yeah, like, I, I really you hope. nut, Asura. <laughs> yeah. You old so-and-so. But, you know, it always reminds me. You know that part in uh, Final Fantasy VII where Sephiroth uh, destroys the entire solar system that you are presumably in? Uh, yes. And the, then you, the just the go spell. Back, you just go back to right. your battle. Exactly. Innings. Spoiler alert. It's like, yeah, sorry. Like that's a regular that's, like, that's not even a cutscene. <laughs> that's an, a that's a movie does that's in the battle. Move, right? And, and you it, can do it multiple times. It shows like the comet come in from outside yeah. the solar system and bust through every planet. Yeah. <laughs> and of course they break into like four triangles because it's 1997. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like, uh, like the whole concept of, uh, Osiris Wrath is just like that moment constantly. every moment is that moment (laughs) if that wasn't enough for you we we made a whole game around that concept you were talking about like the guys on the development side yes hang out with him in australia yeah i was uh on a on a tour in australia with uh tsuchiya-san who's the capcom side producer and from cyber connect 2 which is a lame name for a studio but an unbelievably awesome studio uh the president and ceo uh matsuyama-san who's very involved with this game and he is just 
bonkers. He is like the embodiment <laughs> of Asura. Yeah. And uh, they actually have like a three-room manga library in the mm. CyberConnect 2 offices. Yeah. And they make people read the manga and he will sneak up on employees and ask them what they're reading. Wow. So I think the game is very indebted in terms of look and overall feel to manga. And that's no accident. Like that's, yeah. uh, he lives and breathes this stuff. Like literally walking down the street, he will make Asura poses and <laughs> I think he gets a pass for being like the zany Japanese guy, but yeah. uh, were he on the streets in New York and like a, a bearded middle-aged white man, he would be mistaken for insane, which is right. actually not a mistake. He may be, he may be a little... insane. And even the just the press demos, like even in the room where it's just like most demos you would go in, and, and this is from Captivate last year, and it was still going on at the like Gamers Day we had in October, but it was like you'd walk in and... Most demos like okay, welcome, welcome to a demo. This is the game we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about this aspect and that aspect of the game. Here's what we're going to do today. And the Osiris Rast ones always began with usually a pose and a shout <laughs> and a declaration that you are stupid and not worthy of being in the room, and this is going to make you so hot, and you it the room is going to burn up on reentry and like just yeah and yeah. I'm like what and this is how they by the way this is how the game was introduced the first time they ever showed it to us <laughs> at, at the press where i'm like what is this? oh this is a new game okay Azure's wrath I, I don't know anything about it and it was just like this room will be set on fire by the trailer we're about to show you like, whoa <laughs> what so he has the same approach you know somewhat awkwardly every time he uses the men's room it's, uh... <laughs> He goes through much the same routine. It's just, just uh, stares down the urinal, <laughs> lets it know what's going to happen. What's about to happen? You're going to be so sorry you came to work today. <laughs> urinal. Urinal. You get to clock out and leave. By the way, room. I think you, you, you came up uh, accidentally with an amazing watchword for this, for Osiris Wrath. Uh, you, you hit monumentous. Monumentous. Which is, uh, I believe, somewhere between monumental and momentous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in a new, uh, totally cromulent word. So, oh, mon- it, monumentous is my new description of Osiris Wrath. It embiggens the entire conversation. <laughs> it's a, it's, a, on the back of the it's box. a totally monumentous game. Well, it wouldn't be the only thing on the back of the box. Uh oh. Are we going to go there? Well, the U.S. box is fine. Yeah, yeah, we, we nailed it. But uh, one of the things <laughs> going on that you sent me links to, Greg, uh, there was the Upload Your Rage contest, yeah. I guess. Yeah, so basically, um, you can. Uh, what, it was a campaign that started a few weeks ago. You just upload a video of yourself screaming for a few seconds, and uh, you can have a chance to... Uh, Which is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. It's, After uh, many hours of careful consideration, <laughs> I was like, I don't know, why upload a video of yourself screaming. Yeah. Well done. But even all last summer at all the trade shows and stuff, there was that rage cage where you could... A soundproof booth, essentially, where you would run in and scream at the top of your lungs and then try to... You know, push a meter above a certain part and win uh, Ajara's hair with a giant, you know, ring of white hair around your head. Yeah. Um, but you sent me some of the entries for this. So what was the what was the end game for this contest? Like a prize or uh, was it just so for just you, for the sake? You could get you could get featured in an upcoming Ajara's Wrath video. Which I see. I'm still not sure what that is, but I guess uh, we'll find out. This soon. one is like the 50. There's like a 53 second one. So rather than do that, I'll I'll also turn the monitor here so you can watch their faces because. Uh, <laughs> Just if you just search on YouTube, upload your or uh, Azura's Wrath Rage face or Rage Yell, it should come up. But uh, yeah, upload your rage is the upload official. your rage is the name of it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. The some hashtag that, of YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, yep. Because the faces some of these people have to make. So this is one guy. I'm already afraid of this guy. <laughs> oh, 
just want to. Well, no, not again. Not again. Out of oxygen. Yeah, like everybody screams till they run out of. Ox, basically run out of air. Oh, the Abercrombie shirt on this one's already good. Oh, he's so. <laughs> I love how they scream, blow out their lungs, and then the face just reverts back to neutral. Yeah, like, there's that no, awkward millisecond hit. of just like, what now? <laughs> <laughs> gotta hit stop. Uh, here's another one. This was One Chop Rages. <laughs> is more of a more like frustration like crossed with a pirate. That's more of a man losing his cool than total rage. Uh, here's another upload. <laughs> well, I don't want to. It wanna... did seem like he was conserving his oxygen somewhat more yeah, successfully yeah. than the other yeah. contestants at the strategy. expense of the rage. Because this is a direct video response to the. Uh... Yeah, the, the, the campaign. Yeah, and then this one is like my favorite one. This guy like grabs the camera and screams at it. <clears throat> Some major tremors going on there. Very fourth wall. <laughs> and he and he and he backs out before he can have that awkward moment. So yeah, uh, I think he's done this before. Clearly a film student. I think. This isn't his first upload your rage campaign. First rodeo. <laughs> so thank you to everyone who who contributed to that and. Uh, you know, like I manned the uh, the rage cage at uh, a couple of events. I guess mainly at Comic Con. That is the aforementioned booth into yeah, which people scream. It's where you scream in prizes. a giant booth, and it's it rates how well you screamed based on a combination of uh, volume, longevity, and I think pitch. And I manned this for like most of Comic Con, and it's funny how. You can't really tell what kind of person. You can't tell based on how someone looks what kind of scream they're gonna give. Right. Yeah. And you'd see these big jack dudes, and they would fizzle out, or they'd have yeah. like kind of. They got ah! nothing. <laughs> you know? It's a very Dexter kind of comment. It was the small women that you were. Could, you oh, could yeah. never tell who's what kind of scream someone's gonna have. Yeah. So, so you want to? Yeah. This isn't some <laughs> budding uh, sociopath thing you're gonna have where you need to go find out how. I need to know <laughs> what makes you scream. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wasn't really going in that direction. All right, maybe I filled that. Maybe I filled the blanks <laughs> in for that one. I won't um, lie, I give it a shot. But uh, yeah, Azra's Wrath this I'm week, sorry. and then uh, in Europe, it's out a little later, or at least in the UK, it's like March 9th or something. Tough luck, suckers. Yeah. yeah. Any closing comments, Azra's Rage? Wrath? Uh, Azra. <laughs> Azra's Rummy? Don't give away the oh. sequel. <laughs> I love the Azreal. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm psyched that I now own a copy, and. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's worth a gander, worth a playthrough. Worth a playthrough. Yeah, everyone who plays this thing at event has a good time. Like you just sit back and that's another, it's another one of these games where if you think too hard about it, you'd be like, yeah, yeah. But if you just sort of yeah. let let yourself well, be carried yeah. away on the wave of rage, it's you're funny, gonna have a good time. They've pretty consistently in Japan been billing this as a baka game, which is like an idiot game, and they don't mean that you have to be an idiot to play it, but they mean that it's not you know a game for the deep thinkers. You know, it's it's like something you come home after and like for example i'm playing final fantasy 13 2 right now if i only have like an hour and a half an hour at the end of the day i can't even i shouldn't even bother yeah because i need like two three hours every time i sit down and play because i need to get back invested and think about my crystarium and my paradigms and all this yeah. stuff but like Ozra's wrath if i've got an hour and a half that's the exact kind of thing what that's for yeah. i can sit down and it's a cheap thrill exactly but it is a thrill and that's... it is a thrill you know what else is a thrill, Greg? <laughs> what is the Marvel versus Capcom three for PlayStation Vita? Yeah, is that this? <laughs> yes, uh, 
But uh, yeah, the Vita finally had its like actual launch. It's uh, it's totally real now. Yes, I think it's at least in North America, it's a yeah. real boy today. It's a real mm-hmm. boy. Or, yes. Wednesday, which is the day we're recording this. Yes. Missed uh, right. illusions shattered. We are yeah, recording I this I totally live. Totally blew it. Cut. Yeah. Yeah, we're not here live <laughs> in your ears whenever you were ever listening to this. But uh, I mean, as far as Marvel Vita goes, we did a few live streams. Uh, Michael and helped us out, and uh, we did some very. Uh, impromptu webcam videos because streaming Vita footage is pretty difficult still at this stage. It's tough. And the, the version, even the Vita units that we have, they're all like the early dev units. If, you know, it can do, it's like a special version that can send a signal out, but that won't talk to like other systems. So we can't really do any online play and stream that. So we stream matches uh, with Marvel Vita just uh, using webcam. But um, I mean, a game is beautiful. It looks like indistinguishable from... Uh, the console when when, you're, when it's just going nuts. Like as far as the new functionality, I know there's like the if you use the PlayStation Near, like basically the Street Pass equivalent where you can share data and swap other people near, you get the Gold Herald color. Yes, you get a unique Gold Herald color for each character. Everyone okay. starts with one, and you get the rest by trading. Okay, and I think you can take that into the main game, not just inside Heroes and Heralds. Mode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Heroes and Heralds is part of that as well, in case there was any lingering. Is that in here? Yes, it is. I think you have to download it, but it is. Yep. I think you still have to download it, but I mean, it is still free DLC, as it was on the... Uh, the Vita version does have the replay. Was it Analyzer? Replay Analyzer and also the Hitbox Viewer, so you can see it's actually insanely nerdy data for <laughs> people that want to check that out and are uh, of my kind. I suppose the most obvious question is, do you have any idea if that will come to the console versions of Ultimate Marvel? I do have an idea, and the answer is not probably. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying yes, definitely. I'm saying it's not out of the realm of human possibility. Like right. if Russia and the U.S. decided to team up to try and bring this to consoles. Uh-huh. I feel like it's <laughs> it could be done. Okay. Uh, but I, if I were a betting man, mm-hmm. I would not hold my breath okay. to mix additional metaphors i would not bet two on the bush there you go roll and two eggs into the rolling stone daily double bailing out of this is uh, uh other big news for fighting is not the release of cross tekken yet but uh since the last podcast we had was four new character reveals for cross tekken that which was by the way bison akuma ogre and Jin. Unpleasant characters. Unpleasant. <laughs> They're the bad guys. Well, actually, Jin, I thought he was still kind of... He's conflicted. He's the conflicted, but I mean, compared to those three, like, come on. <laughs> um, a guy named Ogre. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's that's like, you know... That's a tough draw in life. You know what like, you're what are you going to do? Be an Ogre? Yeah. Do I have a choice? I'll show them. What if I put this fancy <laughs> crown on? Um, but yeah, I don't know if you had, Seth, any other... Any additional ins? Because last time you were on, we talked about the new additions at that point, like Paul and Law. So I didn't yeah. know if uh, discussing Bison or, or I saw on the today and during the Cross Assault stream, you talked about you feel Jin is pretty strong. I do. I think Jin's a winner. Uh, Bison, I'm not as big a fan of the charge characters in this game. He's mm. not. He's not a bad character by any stretch, but I like the flexibility of not having to charge. Yeah, it seems like a game like this would. A charge character would have a. I mean, just this is me on my like top level view. I feel like a charge character would have a harder time getting in because it's so juggly and and quick reaction and not 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 quick yeah. reaction, but you know. No, no, it's yeah, it's it's you know, in some respects, like Marvel in that way, and mm. you get some charge moves in Marvel, but they're few and far between. Yeah. Similarly, in Cross Tech, and it's not not really all about the charge moves. So, uh, but Ogre's a lot of fun. He's got a lot of really uh, unique moves. Jin, I think, is a beast, and uh, yeah, Akuma is really good 
Yeah, we played a little bit. Max uh, did a, a quick walkthrough and showed like Akuma, who already has a very insanely fast natural walk speed, just but then doing a gem that activates his uh, like 15% speed boost, which is just like zipping around the screen. Yes, very, very tricky. Yeah, the speed gems only affect your movement speed, but uh, which doesn't sound as sexy as it might possibly, but it's actually, they're really good. You can get into all sort of like, you knock somebody down, you can get into a, a totally different situation with a speed gem active than you could without. It makes footsie games, which are really important in cross-tech. And footsie is like where you sort of dance in and around sweep sweep range with each other and sort of poke back and forth. That crouching medium fireball thing. Yes. Uh, because of the chaining ability and chaining into launching and whatnot, uh, poking and dancing around like that are really important in cross-tech. And so speed gem just makes you uh, very effective. Like Zangief with speed gems is actually like an effective mm. footsie character, which is not really his forte right. outside of that because most of his moves are sort of slow and his foot speed slow. But... Yeah, it's a it's important stuff. So anyway, that's now I'm talking about speed gems rather than yeah. Akuma or Ogre or Jin or Bison. Well, no, I mean the gem topic is still is still good to go into. Just activated, it's still activated for the next ten seconds. That's right. And that, before but I our, get our the attack is down eight percent. Yeah. While we discuss this, just like it, it, like you'd mentioned, like Zangief getting a getting a, a speed boost makes him get a boost in a, in a way that was kind of un, unpredictable or not necessarily his bag prior to this game. Are there any other instances of that where, like, someone who wasn't a heavy hitter, now you can change the strategy of this character X, Y, or Z because now they have this? Yeah, I mean, it, you know, Zangief totally, like, one of Zangief's big things uh, is that, you know, after he pile drives you, he bounces away in almost uh -huh. all circumstances too far to, like, just pile drive you again. Right. Speed gem. <laughs> he's so fast that after he pile drives you, you just walks up and he's behind you right again and you're just like this seems really unfair yeah. like uh so but you have the roll wake up now so it could be that now yeah you could you know but he can jump and splash and then if you don't roll oh okay splash at you from the front and if you did roll he's gonna cross you up and let's keep this going let's keep this all right this. i can i can keep this going all day. i unplug the controller yes and walk home what do you do now what's the next step i cry a little probably. okay good excellent to leave <laughs> Well, you were just pile driving me cons nonstop. I don't know how to play this I game. Thought we were friends. Well, we are, but you're being a jerk. <laughs> just spamming this move over and over again. It's really not cool. It's just my speed gem. Whatever, Greg. Can you help us at all? I uh, I like speed and gems. <laughs> I... Experts save. Yeah. <laughs> if Greg, only my sound effects. I did were so. Like I I tried the game a little while ago, and I was uh, playing Huarong, who's already like super fast. You ever tried dashing with that guy? Never. Yeah. It's, it's kind of creepy. It's got the wa what they call the wave dash. You can dash yeah. and cancel his dash into another dash. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah basically, exactly. go kiting across the the screen <laughs> and max velocity. Yeah. There was one thing uh, that got brought up during the, the stream today with Max uh, on the during the cross assault stuff was the difference between there's a low and high, but then the Tekken characters have these mid attacks. I wasn't clear what. Like, he, he ran through it pretty quick, and I was like, uh huh. Yeah, um, mid mid is a little bit more significant in Tekken than it is in yeah. Street Fighter. So in Street Fighter, there's basically just attacks that hit high and attacks that hit low. Um, in Tekken, there's more of a interesting third class, which is uh -huh. attacks that hit mid. They're sort of like the equivalent of like an overhead for yeah. Ryu. Like Ryu's towards a medium punch, we'll but do an overhead. The, but in this, they're even distinguishable from overheads. It sounded like. Yeah, but in Street Fighter, there are. Uh, plenty of attacks that hit mid that can be, but the problem is in Street Fighter they can be uh, blocked at high or low. Okay, so it's not yeah, it's not really as devastating as in Tekken. Where in Tekken, like you have to block a mid high, you can't block a mid low. 
Okay. Um, so like, uh, like Towards and Fierce with Ryu is a little rushing collarbone mm-hmm. breaker. I think that's called. Is that called collarbone breaker? Let's go with yes. Yes. Let's go with yes. Um, Update the wikis if it's not. <laughs> that would be like a mid attack, uh, and you can block that standing or crouching in Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Tekken, a mid could not be blocked crouching. Okay. There's so many layers of the, like when we were going through in Max, but like I say that almost like wow, this is really interesting. But just even knowing the idea of like uh, the what's the the actual proper term for the big ultra that swaps both characters out and they both do their big combo. That's a fair question. <laughs> cross uh, cross super motocross. Let's go with motocross. That Whenever you do that combo, uh, cross dress, cross dress. Um, one of those, take your pick. Hot and cross buns. Hot cross. Um, cross. Crisscross. Crisscross. Remember that? Make you jump. So speaking of jumping, you do this combo, and uh, but the the fact that let's say you have Ryu and Ken, you start with Ryu. He does his super. Tosses to Ken. Ken runs in, finishes the comp. Like, it does require all three bars. Yes, it requires all three bars. But then the idea that uh, it's not the same if you do Ken Ryu with or Ryu Ken. Like they have different beginnings, and some may deal more damage on their beginning than their end. So it's like it's not just oh I'll do this combo. You also have to add the extra layer of think of your team order. Think of do you want to get this guy in or out? Start the combo. Then is it worth doing it in the first place? I, that's just pretty Inception. Cool. Yeah. Inception. No, it's yeah. <laughs> it, it, it goes many many layers many but layers. you don't have to actually care like you can just mash the buttons oh yeah I, I talk all this <laughs> i talk all this and when you put me in a controller it's just uh, <laughs> why this um, wake up ultra wake up roll ultra Ooh, oh, yeah. add one more direction movement in nothing there. beats that <laughs> nobody sees it coming never wake up ultra works every time. wake up if i can do a full screen wake up ultra somehow on like evo championships hayachi is your man <laughs> <laughs> They said this strategy would never win. <laughs> I yeah. kept thinking, he'll block this time. <laughs> nope. Wake was, up, Ultra, there, every time. There, <laughs> there was one of the trials where it was like, like the very first trial in the game is block three attacks or something. And it's just Kazuya as the AI walking up and punching you three times in a row. But it really made me think of that whole thing where like, surely he's not, even the AI wouldn't punch me just straight three times. I'm going to try. Oh, and I, get, <laughs> I get hit by the stupidest attack. You failed trial one. How trial many times? One. <laughs> oh, just once. Because I thought, surely he'll mix it. He didn't. <laughs> the objective. There's a and lot the, of people that don't know how to block, which is yeah. sad but true. One thing I am excited about is the addition of uh, specifically Blanca coming to the addition of the new characters. The 12 new characters for Vita, which uh, I know there's questions being asked about those 12 characters and their, their future for the consoles. And uh, we'll have more details coming soon. Obviously. You got questions, we got answers. We got answers. But if I not today. If I try to answer them, I think someone will parachute in the window. That's right. With and then drag me back out like, you know, weather balloon style and then I'll just never come back. So, I think parachute back up. Yeah, it's uh the questions being asked do have answers and we will be answering them as soon as we're able. So, but I mean, don't at, fret. But at the end of the day, like that's still a really strong cast a carry like i i looked at it and i was like yes 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 no this is a it's a huge huge lineup for any sort of street fighter game this is, yeah. a, this is a massive lineup. i think elena being in their period was like oh that's very cool we haven't seen her in, in yeah. quite a while exactly and plus blanca and sakura are like the two favorite crappy characters that will never <laughs> win so uh, sakura is pretty good in ae 2012 oh yeah yeah I don't know why I'm talking like this to uh, say this is, this is from good. December. Pretty good. 
Um, but it also combined with that information was uh, not just Evita, but the idea of this huge, con- uh, the huge uh, tournaments that are taking place all year. It's true. And I know you have some thoughts on these tournaments. Yes, it's something that we've had in the works for many years, uh, but it's been very difficult to coordinate. But what finally helped us push it over the top to get this live was the 25th anniversary of Street mm. Fighter. 2012 is the 25th anniversary of the original Street Fighter One. In August, I believe, is the. You tell me, nerd. It's uh, August. It's August one of. Sure, I may have devoted 20 years of my life to playing I this know, game. But, but did uh, you know when it came? I don't out? be bothered to know the month it came out like a weirdo. Yeah. Um, yes, it's the 25th anniversary. We're going to be running uh, a very healthy number of tournaments uh, around the globe. So I've been asked if this is just in the U.S. or is it an international thing. It will be uh, quite an international thing, including some places I think we've not really been before, as far as uh, looking at you and corporately Antarctic Base Zero Six Four. That's right. They got one guy that knows how to throw a fireball. Yeah, man, he's good. Yeah. So if you can get up there, you can take that championship home easily. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be good, and uh, more than just diverse locations. Um, there's about 500k in cash and prizes on the line. Yep. Which is, uh, yeah, a pretty pretty healthy entry into the yeah. Right to have an official like Capcom sanctioned big big old tournament going on. It's been a long time. I think it's been since the Street Fighter Two era almost that Capcom has really been in the in the tournament scene so to speak i mean they ran some exhibitions around alpha 3 with daigo versus alex valle mm. they've done some some things and you know they've been we've tried to be supportive of a bunch of tournaments that are happening on the sort of the grassroots level but uh you know capcom likes they have their own championships now in japan as well they've been sort of growing this in japan which has sort of gone beneath a lot of people's radar which i find i found weird you know i didn't want to spill the beans on what was happening on the tournament series here, but this has been sort of brewing in the works for a while in Japan, and they've been sort of powering up on their own tournament front over there. And of course, us being a Japanese company, mm. uh, what happens there may be happening in the rest of the world. So, yeah, we'll be uh, in Japan and, and and other parts around the world with uh, with these tournaments. So hopefully, get a, a bunch of people able to play the games. The only game we've mentioned officially that will be included is Street Fighter Cross Tekken, but the rest of the lineup will be uh, revealed soon and. Uh, yeah, think Street Fighter. It's the 25th anniversary of Street Fighter, <laughs> so there's going to be Street Fighter games. I'm noticing the lack of number on the anniversary. It is the anniversary of Street Fighter. That's right. It's going to be, uh, what do you think about this? A, a tournament? See, yeah, I don't know if you guys will appreciate this as much. This joke as much. I will say it's a joke now. So okay, maybe. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm in joke a mode. A tournament of firsts, Street Fighter 1. Uh-huh. You like that? Yeah. Okay, Street Fighter 1. Street Fighter 2, World Warrior. Uh-huh. Street Fighter Alpha 1. Street Fighter 3, the next generation. One. Street Fighter, first of the Street Fighter 3s. And yep. Street Fighter 4 Vanilla. How about that for a tournament lineup? Could be incredible stuff. Street Fighter 1, the first of every edition of Street yeah, Fighter. Yeah. Street, those are pretty uniformly regarded as the worst oh, yeah, in the, the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we basically, I mean, those are no, all... Like, as you were watching, I was like, wait, is he, is he serious? Or I'm like, why would you do this? I can't <laughs> joke around on this podcast anymore, man. No, I can't. I, I have to say, the following is a joke. Yeah. Engaged joke. I can't be droll anymore. So. I know. I, no. And I love, I don't know if I love being droll, but I, I do mm. love. I think it's only because you were specifically talking about people. Street Fighter. So I was like, okay, I'm listening. Wait, why would anyone want to do this? 25th anniversary, all first. Street all Fighter first. 1, Street yeah. Fighter 2, World Warrior. That World Warrior. Oh, Alpha man. 1, not the greatest in the Alpha series. Yep. Well, they're they're fun games, but the, we tend to improve uh, over time. Dark Darkstalkers 1 in there for some reason. Not a Street Fighter. Oh, sorry. I get it confused. <laughs> I'm really bad at my job, by the way. I, 
<laughs> Conf- can't tell dark stalkers from street fighters no i thought everything was killer Boo. instinct until yesterday oh. <laughs> oh all just jago variations okay fine killer instinct gold that's the one i was oh eternal champions no oh, let's not go down Genesis this no <laughs> no. I want to play the Sega Over. CD version of <laughs> Revengers of Vengeance. Can't somebody mention Time Killers <laughs> and Time be killers. done with All it? Right. Bones, Bloodstorm. Bloodstorm. Yeah. Bone, Bonestorm was the Simpsons knockoff yeah, of Bloodstorm. Between, yeah. bo- between Bloodstorm and Bulletstorm, I sometimes forget we still haven't had Bonestorm. <laughs> the Simpsons owns the rights on that one. Yeah, I guess so. Which just Bone had their Storm. Just Bonestorm is so good. This idea of just. Bones, I disconnected <laughs> from everything, just flying yeah, everywhere. I did think if I got the crazy money, I might contact Lee Trevino about trying to make a Lee Trevino <laughs> or the estate of Lee Trevino to try and actually make a real Lee Trevino's putting, putting challenge. challenge. Yeah. God, yes, you've selected no. <laughs> just no finer end to this episode of t- television, maybe ever. <laughs> just like, no, I'm good. <laughs> With all kinds of dovetails into the discussion of, uh, of tournaments and stuff, part of the 25th anniversary also is uh, just this whole week of Cross Assault going on. And this podcast goes up on Friday, so you'll have it over the weekend, at which, at which point Cross Assault will have already been going for a few days. Um, and at this point, we actually don't even know any of the results or who's been booted or what. But, uh, I mean, it'll still continue this weekend, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then I think the finals are uh, in Atlanta? That's right, at the, uh, the venerable final round uh, run by my, my buddy Larry. Uh, I'll finally be making it out there uh, to the final round. Uh, the tournament's been running for 15 years, if Jeez. you can believe it, uh, out in Atlanta. Um, so we're going to be bringing the Cross Assault finalists out there to battle for the $25,000 prize. Mm. So that's uh, that means Street Fighter Three is actually itself, what, 15 years old? Street Fighter Three NG was 97. Yeah, so it, it, it itself is 15 this year. There you go. Not a shabby uh, anniversary itself. I you just can, like dates, man. I, you can get your learner's permit, Street Fighter 3. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, go see that. Rated R movies. Like, this is great. Is this it is 15 great... to see a Rated R movie? No, seven, uh, 17. I was thinking 97, there which you made go. me get Yeah, seven. I don't know. 15 is not a milestone. You'd probably learner's... be married in some states. Yeah, that learner's I permit. About, yeah. And, uh... I mean, he can drive his friends to go try to get drinks, but he's not gonna. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Good luck, Street Fighter 3. Yeah. <laughs> generation. No beers for you. Sonic is old enough to drink now at long last. Yeah. 21 years old. A little, little older now, but yeah. Cross Assault will have uh, there's so there's three different streams. I I don't know if that's been at this point uh, effectively communicated because uh, each of the chat rooms for each of the streams is totally isolated. That's right. So it's hard to tell if you just go to I Play Winner for Tekken or Spook Team Spooky for Street Fighter or the Cap Community uh, Twitch uh, for the main stream that goes throughout the day and that has the elimination challenges at the end. It might be hard to tell that there are other streams there. So if you're listening to this and somehow not. <laughs> There are actually three streams, yes. Yeah, there are there are there are three streams. So yeah, just check out uh I think crossassault.ign.com is like the hub for all three and you can kind of click back and forth through each of them. But just just for your own awareness, I mean there are three. So check out Team Spooky for Street Fighter like the, as they practice all day and uh, I Play Winner has the Tekken stream. So you can kind of watch them learn and the coaches uh, talk talk them through it. Yeah, and uh, if I can summarize what's happening there so far. So, I mean, the, the, yeah, the, the Unity stream is sort of the actual sort of informational talking head stream. I yep. think we were in there chat. Was I on the Unity stream? You are on the Unity stream, yes. Yeah, I was on, on some sort of some technology device chatting with no. somebody. So that's the talking heads, people talking about the game. Maximilian's been in there uh, explaining. We've had Matt D on there. Uh, I did a little piece 
But uh, the team Street Fighter and Team Tekken are, are practicing for the challenge, which will be beginning shortly today. Um, and just to summarize that in a nutshell, Alex Valle, one of the one of the certainly greatest uh, Street Fighters in all of American history, and certainly uh, one of the greatest Street Fighters in world history as well, uh, is the coach of Team Street Fighter mm. and actually giving insightful tips and um, really showing some people the ropes and, and providing good ideas. And on Team Tekken side is uh, Eris. Uh, he's the coach there. Also one of my favorite people in the fighting game scene. And he is basically browbeating everybody and explaining why yep. they why they suck. So they get <laughs> yeah. uh, different flavors of coaching. Like you get the uh, the coach who was was mean to you in high school, and you get the uh, the sort of happy father figure. Who yeah, Eris came on stuff uh, when Max and I were on. He was like going through the trial mode uh, and kind of using me as the guinea pig of like someone who's kind of coming to this pretty new like i'm aware of cross tekken and i've played it here and there but like i haven't like sunk any amount of time into it to have any kind of like formed opinion about any of the mechanics in it so he was running through and then i know where eris just kind of bumps into the stream and just, just, a wild eris appears yeah and uh just like like totally you can tell max like trying to like keep like i'm trying to do this come what what do you what, what do you who are you what do you and he just like starts trolling everybody, so it was pretty cool. But that's the kind of thing that makes the stream kind of fun. Is it's just it's it's intentionally kind of not so like not not too strict about what's going on, so you can have a lot of fun with it. Uh, and it's a fun watch. Somebody's peeking in the windows, and I want to throw a pie at them. Uh, we can actually take a break now and uh, move into uh, the second part of the segment. And uh, in the middle, we have an interview, community interview with Toshin, one of our moderators, talking to him with uh, via Skype. So we'll go into that, and uh, hopefully he's picked two songs he wants to have played to represent him forever. And uh, we'll come back, and Greg, you're going to tell us why Strider is the worst Nintendo game ever made. Our third Capcom Unity official podcast interview, and this time we're talking to Toshin, one of our fabulous moderators. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, and the song uh, you chose to bring us in, what are we listening to? Uh, we're going to listen to some more awesome Mega Man hits. Um, it's more recent. It's going to be from the, the Mega Man 9 Arranged soundtrack. It's really good stuff. And, yeah, it's, it's going to be a, a, a maze of death. Awesome. And you were saying uh, when we were talking before we started recording, it's a, it's a track most people probably missed. It, yeah, I, I, if I remember correctly, it's part of one of the DLC things for like the Endless or the Special Stage. So yeah, the Endless Stage, yeah, definitely. Right. So yeah. That, if you didn't get it, you get to hear it now. Yeah, and the, that that Rockman Nine arranged soundtrack is actually, I mean, the Rockman, I mean, Mega Man Nine soundtrack generally is is a good soundtrack, but that arrange, uh, I picked that up. But uh, yeah, it's really good. So I encourage anyone else if you like that at all, like the whole soundtrack is fantastic. 
Um, yep, I would I would honestly agree with you. If you can pick it up, it's probably not the most expensive soundtrack out there, but yeah, it, which is good, obviously, because yeah, those yeah. things are really expensive. Yeah, they can get pricey. But uh, enough about the Rockman Nine soundtrack. Tell us a bit about uh, yourself and uh, I guess how you got involved with Capcom Unity and and how how it's been going for you. Well, I've been on Unity. I think now. I think if I check my profile from 2008 or late 2007. Uh, so that's um, from the beginning. Yeah, well, from the I think the big when the site started to go bigger and you know from the rearranged from like the, the old Bolton board and stuff from what I was heard because right. I wasn't there when that happened. Yeah, I know the big like <laughs> Unity push in the in the instance or the the form that it is now I think was 08, I believe. Yeah, definitely. It was it was the Street Fighter Four era. I would let's if we wanted time limit, I guess. Yeah, that sounds about right. But uh, I uh, I basically got involved because uh, I would just picked up an Xbox and I was interested in you know getting into you know next gen gaming and I'll be quite honest I signed up because I wanted to get into the uh, HD Remix beta. Nice. Because yeah, because not a lot of people got a chance to get in on that. And, and even though it was still two players or whatever, it's like I got it through Unity if I remember correctly. And then uh, during a, a play a Capcom event, uh, they were playing it, and I ran Snow, who we both know and dearly miss. Yeah. And he uh, he got me in on it's like, hey, you know, we, there's other games, and I'm like, well, what do you guys play? And it's like, uh, it was Lost Planet because I mean that was his forte at the time. Oh, for sure, yeah, that was that was definitely his game. Yeah, and he got me onto Lost Planet, and I mean, I went out, I picked it up, and I liked it. I was not very good, I'm going to admit, because the genre of the game obviously was not my forte. You know, mm. FPS is, yeah. you know, that's not really a, a true like FPS. Yeah, it's got its own set of weird rules that's like def- like specific to Lost Planet. Yeah, I mean, like rolling and stuff like that. Like, like I was totally lost when I saw people rolling, and I'm like, "What are you guys doing?" And oh, then yeah. he showed me the ropes and stuff on like Pirate Fortress or something crazy. Cool. And Still to this day, I'm still a novice player. I'm not the best, but I mean, I'll, I'll hang with those guys because that's when I I met the other guys like uh, who you guys might know, like uh, Adam Amazing, mm-hmm. who's a big Lost Planet guy. Mm. I met the Snow's friends. Other than that, like uh, BTRX Zero, who's also a mod. Right. Yes. Well, so you guys know like uh, Robo Boot, I think, and uh, if if snowballs from there. I mean, I got active on the website, and then uh, eventually. Uh, it was a January. It was a uh, early January or something like that. I think 2009. It's just it was actually kind of funny that uh, I don't remember if you guys remember Crames. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, it was actually uh, a week after he left. Snow gave me the little message. It's like, hey, you know, you're active and stuff. You're, would you like to become a moderator and you know get your hands wet? And since then, I've been. Uh, doing kind of, I don't. Put, um, I like to think of myself as still act, like more active than I people think I am. I don't post a lot, mm-hmm. but I mean, I talk to Will, I talk to Thaminator, yep. I talk to all the guys around, mainly around the fighting games area. But I mean, I do look into other areas because that's my job, like with the you know Lost Planet and the other forums. I'm a network mod, so I'm not just like a sectional person. Like people can come up and ask me questions if you feel like messaging me. You know. Cool. And, I mean, I'll try to help you out and, like, get anything answered I can that, you know, that you guys don't get and, like, ask Capcom or try to make sense of some rules or stuff like that. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty fair. But, I mean, I'm also 
not against what you guys, we are, Unity has for rules. So, I mean, if you guys have questions about stuff, pop me an answer or an answer or a question. I'll, I'll do what I can. I'll ask other people who can answer it for you. Yeah, no, I mean, you know? every, everything you all do in there, like it helps us out tremendously and it's, it's like a, a the backbone of the site, quite honestly. Yeah. And, uh, besides moderator, I mean, I'm around the, the fighting games a lot. Like, uh, so, I mean, I have knowledge and some depth of every game, but I mean, whether or not uh, we play or not is due to location and if I can get out to events and stuff, because I'm on the Canadian East Coast, not oh, just yeah. the U.S. East. Wow, yeah, that's two. That's two hurdles. Yeah, so I mean, I've I've gone to Evo for the last. Uh, this will be my fourth year coming up in a row. Oh, so nice. Not hard to find. Uh, if you guys try to set a little party up last year for some of the Unity mods and stuff, so I mean. If you're going and you want to meet up for something at a booth or at a room or something, you know, give me a shout. I'm yeah, not opposed sure. to playing some matches with other people. Yeah, so. this will be the – I've tried to go to Evo for, like, the last three years uh, when I was still in the press. And, like, I, I want to go cover this. I want to go cover this and can never really get to go. And then this year I'm like, surely there's no way I can't not go, right? Like I have to see you at the booth. <laughs> yeah, it's like I work no? here. Can I please? Can I finally just go to Evo? So I, I'm if I was a from a betting man, I will bet that I will be there. All right, I can't. I'm putting you to it. Yeah, you and Greg have to both go. Yeah, I'm I'm pulling for it. I I want this to happen. I I think it will happen because me and you will have to play some cross Tekken at least. Yeah, and and speaking of cross Tekken, I think right now cross assault's still going on. Uh, the reality show and uh. I don't know if that'll affect our recording quality at all because we're using Skype and the internet in here is like tanking hard because of all the upload going on. Oh yeah, if you guys have not watched Cross Assault, go check out Cross Assault before this is over if it's still going. Yeah, it's- this is uh so depending on when you listen to this, I mean it's this posted on uh, February 24th and uh, Cross Assault runs uh through the next Tuesday and then has the finals in Atlanta. So I mean it's it's still relevant for a few more days. It's all on uh the Capcom There's Unity. Three streams, guys. Yeah, three, three streams. Three streams. And yeah, speaking of moderating, you were trying to like handle all three simultaneously. Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, also. I'm up on the stream chat game for some people. I'm. A, I guess I'm somewhat of a monster moderator, if you want to call. Like, oh. Because I mean, I'm helping out Spooky in his channel. I've got haunts with the Ugly W stuff on, but yeah. also because we we know each other through Evo and stuff, and we talk. And then I'm obviously you know moderating the Capcom main channel. Which is going on right now for the, uh, I think it's the trial challenge that everybody's doing. Yeah, as of, as of right now, yeah. Yeah, and right now, if you guys aren't watching your trial combos, get educated, because it's, it's pretty gonna help cool. You. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's, it's super useful, and I mean, it's also just entertaining to watch them try live. Yeah, especially um, under pressure. And so these are all, we've been talking about more recent games like Cross Tech and Lost Planet. Did you have something that's like a, like a classic Capcom game that like really reaches back, and that's kind of like your, perhaps your favorite classic title? Um, like, are we talking like in general, or do we have like an area you want to meet a specifically? I think like of? if you just had a blank slate, like no no time spe- you know no, no time specified, or uh, maybe just of all time like favorite Capcom game. Um, which I know is not a easy I, question. Yeah, it's not because you guys we, we have the library we can go through. Um, yeah. I'm gonna have to say, um, I really like Vampire series, the Darkstalkers. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I think that's a sleeper series, and I think it needs to come back in some form. Yeah. No, there's uh, that that sentiment is definitely heard here, and there's uh, I mean, as Onosan himself has said, you know, there's people pulling for it, so we're always looking at 
things we can bring back. And I mean, people are asking Darkstalkers and I myself is included. Like, I'm like, come on, it's got werewolves and vampires. And they're so they were so popular right now, even in pop culture in general, like zombies and werewolves and vampires all over TV. So it's like, come on, come on. Yeah, and it's. I think also it's it's a very it's still like a lot of like when you go to fighting game tournaments. I mean, yeah, we have you know the updated games like Street Fighter Four. We're gonna have Cross Tekken. We have Marvel, but like older games like um, and I'm just seeing this in the community from what I've found that Vampire and or Darkstalkers and ST are are still really awesome. Like for people who haven't played it, yeah, and people bring like their like arcade machines and their boards that from that era to tournaments, and they still play. Nice. And they st- still have good turnout. Like, we're talking about Evo. Last year, there was Super Turbo at Evo. Cool. And the like game a, like was an, over. Like, but... like an OG unit, I guess? Yeah, like, people nice. bring their boards, their super guns, and their old arcade cabinet, or controls and cabinets and stuff, and they bring it to tournaments. That's and they're awesome. doing it this year for Evo as well. So, awesome. I mean, that game is how long? Like, 15 years old? It's so. getting there, like, 95, 94, I guess, for the original... Uh, like yeah, that's like sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, that and people still play it. So yep. I, I mean, I still have a heart for the classics. I, I got to admit. So. Yep. I, and I don't know the specifics, but I know uh, since we've got all these tournaments, uh, the twenty fifth anniversary of Street Fighter coming up, I know uh, there'll probably be some classic representation in those tournaments. So it may not just be Street Fighter Cross Tekken. I don't know what the games will be, but uh, they're definitely dropping hints that you know they're going to reach back into that catalog and probably have some notable tournaments on games that maybe haven't seen that in a while. Ooh. I mean, that's that's this is all my what I'm inferring, but it'll be Street Fighter course, related. Yeah. It'll be Street Fighter related, but, uh, you know, as to what it is, it, it, I'm, I've just got my fingers crossed that they try to do, like, a Street Fighter 1 grand tournament somehow. And oh, just, my God. And just Street watch. Fighter 1 would be yeah, amazing. And just watch this, like, uh, so I guess this guy won. I, Street Fighter 1 would be interesting, and I say that because uh, one of my I played that very, very young as a kid, and I really wasn't knowing what was going on, but I've always had an affinity for the Geki character, and oh. I'd like to see him come back sometime. Yeah. But, you know, if it happens, uh, I'll be happy. But that's just my personal little favorite thing. Yeah, no, it's always like whenever a new one comes out where they, where they pull the characters from, like pull a bit from one, pull a bit from alpha, and then you just get this mix match of characters kind of coming from all sides. It's really cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, everybody who's played a fighting game has got a favorite character. So. Absolutely. I've always, I'm always pulling for Blanca and everything. I can't believe he's not in, like, any Marvel Capcom thing. It's just drives me nuts. That's a that's a good question. Of that, that I would surprise me that they don't have him in that yeah. series. It just seems like so over the top. It's like, why wouldn't he be in this? But whatever. I'm not bitter. Um, yeah. Yeah. Can't have it all. Yep. Can't. Yeah. Exactly. Like. Meanwhile, I can't complain that, you know, Rocket Raccoon made it in, and like, which is something that, like, I never would have bet on, but, like, I like Rocket Raccoon, and I'm probably one of the dozen people who was like, sweet, Rocket Raccoon. I, I won't lie, I, I'm a I'm a nerd for Hawkeye. Oh, <laughs> that's, cool. that's my guy. Yeah, see, there you go. It's my man. Yeah, that's awesome. So, what song did you want to take us out? Oh, uh, that's Cammy's theme? Cammy's theme. Oh, that's pretty good. From, uh, just Super Street Fighter? I think it's. I think she's only in a, a Super Turbo or like the the stage theme. I don't know if you. Yeah, yeah, the the London the Aurora Borealis thing going on in the background. Yeah, the bridge yeah. and the crazy lights. And... Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Super Street Fighter Two. I can grab that. All right, Cammy's theme will take us out. Uh, thanks, Toshin, for talking to us. 
from then. If and you guys are me, you know where to find me. Absolutely. Check him out on the forums. And uh, yeah, thanks. We'll talk to you later. Awesome. Thanks, Brett. Magic of editing. Have not heard that part yet, but I'm sure it was. I'm sure it went sure great. It was very enlightening. <laughs> oh man, great music choices. I'm yes, whatever they were, Jessica. knocked it. Your favorite band sucks. I'll just say the T-shirt. Yeah, know. yeah. But Greg, you uh, to bring us into the second half, you've collected uh, kind of what's going on in the digital front for Capcom, like as far as game deals or new additions, like Stuff such you as can obtain easily. So yeah, here's what we got. So on PSN, you can get. 10 new Asura's Wrath avatars. Uh, if you're a PS Plus member, you can get the whole set of 10 for 99 cents. That's practically nothing. If you're not a PS Plus member, uh, it's 49 cents a pop. Still practically nothing. Uh, there's the latest uh, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 costume pack. I believe this is the... This is the Beautiful Strange Beautiful pack. Strange, the Beautiful yes. Strange. It comes with... Uh, beautiful Joe as a normal human. Tron- the deuce, you say. Beautiful Joe in the beautiful strange pack. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who else? Tell me more, Greg. Tron Bond in a giant servbot mech. Um, Phoenix Wright in his college garb. Yes. Uh, Doctor Strange looking like uh, some kind of Panther Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a solid blue. Uh, is- yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I actually don't know, but uh, yeah, Marvel's Chris Baker, he goes through, uh, each time we post those yeah. costume blogs, we each kind of talk about where the inspiration for the new costumes came from, and he explains, this is on Capcom Unity, this is on Marvel's uh, like uh, fans.marvel.com, I think is how, it, I think that's the correct URL. Mm-hmm. If not, whoops. <laughs> and, but yeah, he goes through the lore on their side and like gives you visual examples, and uh, so there, there's... Equivalent blogs for every costume pack that came out. So and a surprising amount of thought behind each one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, yeah, the clever. dev team was nice enough to like give me a word doc that has like written out like here's what was going on for each of our thoughts, and yeah. then uh, we had someone over here, Andrew, make some art, and it all worked out really, really nice. I do look forward to each of these uh, little blogs on the costumes. Uh, there's also Dormammu and Nova. Nova, and he teases that Nova's costume is not in relation to anything that's currently out. Huh. And he wants people to try to guess what he's what it, what might it be, and I'm like, oh, I have a pretty good guess if you're gonna go that route. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think, what's the only medium Nova doesn't have representation in? Yeah, huh. musical. That can only You've mean heard it here first. That yeah. can only mean Nova <laughs> record Nova player. Yeah. So one one cool new... one cool thing though uh, about the Phoenix Wright costume, like he has a P and W on his shirt and shoes. Mm-hmm. If the voice is set to English. 
But if you set the voice to Japanese, it changes to his Japanese name, which That's is what R. It's R N. Yeah, so like yeah. the letters actually change there. So I thought that was that is cool. Very small touch. Very Loving soft. touches. Uh, also coming up tomorrow on Games from Windows Live. Hold you... up, this post Friday, remember? Oh, so coming up uh, a couple days ago <laughs> <laughs> on Games from Windows Live. Available now, a... I think is how you should say right. that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. Uh, there's a 50 for 50% off sale for these PC games. Super Street Fighter 4 Arcade Edition, Resident Yay. Evil 5, Dead Rising 2, Street Fighter 4 Vanilla, Dark Void, Lost Planet 2, and Lost Planet Colonies. Colonies is good stuff. And I would imagine that many of these are already cheap to begin with, so go nuts. Get them all. Yep. Um, also, this is... Uh, <laughs> I saw that uh, this is still going on on the Capcom store, but um, we're sold out. Um, basically, if you buy uh, the Resident Evil Revelations uh, off our store, you get a free lenticular case that looks all 3D and pretty. But we are currently sold out, so I don't know how Nice announcement, Greg. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Anything well, else, anything I, else I, I can't mean, buy this week? Yeah. we will be getting more copies in, right? Also, you can know. buy your own space shuttle for $14 billion. <laughs> oh, you don't have it? Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, I didn't. I didn't realize this sold out until I already wrote it on my. Also, we're releasing so. uh, Bionic Commando for Game Boy this week in stores. No, we're not. Never that, mind. We actually. That I think is, I beat the horse with that yeah, one. It's, that is out over. on the 3DS. The crowd is can, turning in fact, on your Download Bionic Commando on True. the Game Boy. You got me. That's in so your cram face. Cram it. That, no, the the Game Boy Bionic Commando was good. So it's, it's, I was surprised. 3DS shop. Good. Get on it. Um, and then is this from the man who loves NES Strider? Yeah, but let's move on. Yeah. Well, hold on. I'll get to that. <laughs> Also, March sixth, the ancient ancient warrior pack for UMVC three comes out, which we announced. That is not today. It is. Uh, we it didn't is, announce it, so I thought I'd bring it up. Right. It is without Magneto, so it is at a reduced price point, right. and it arrives on the same day as the value pack for uh, all the Marvel DLC costumes. Yeah. So you can get them if you've been kind of holding out. And we announced all these back in I think November. That kind of said, here's the dates. Here's when they all come out. So if you sat out on the DLC costumes up to this point, they all come out in one big pack. That's like I think twenty dollars. Or uh, well, however many Microsoft fun bucks that translates into. <laughs> That's uh, sixteen hundred. Thank you. Wow. I was thorough. That. You wrote that down. Oh yeah. I wish I was doing a better job of what nah. I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> um, speaking of games that people should have played by now, but probably haven't. Uh, Correct. Because yeah. I think I know where you're going with this. I'm going into Strider territory. You sound so. like a school marm. I, uh, uh, what? Games you should have played. <laughs> And this is kind of comes off the conversation point that Strider for Genesis, or the arcade version, I guess. Yeah. Oh, no. The, the, the virtual console? Yeah. The uh, Genesis version oh, specifically okay. just came out. So you On can the buy Wii that one too. Yeah. But the thing is, I mean, I'm not, I'm not here to knock the other versions of Strider, uh-huh. especially since you can now buy one of them. But <laughs> <laughs> um, the NES one is just so different. It's totally different. They could have called it a different game, and in right. fact, they probably should have because I noted that in the entirety of the game Strider, he never once strides. It's almost like the most inappropriate character they could have possibly picked to call Strider because he just sort of inches along on one foot. It actually began as a product tie-in for Stride Gum. It, um, we actually made we this joke earlier. We made the Strider. We oh. made the Trident. Um, it was strident. just an animated Str- stick of gum initially. Yeah, we were hoping to get. Uh, actually, you know, Stride is not stick-based gum, is it? Strident. Trident. Yeah, there's Trident. Trident is, is there's like stride. a little... Stride's a gum, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then never... there's Stride Right Shoes. And also. there's also Trident You've never gum. heard of Stride Gum? You're denying the existence I've... of Stride Gum? I've been... No, we know. I don't know. I'm denying it. 
Well, Until Greg's not on your team. Proof. You're out on Sorry. your own. Well, he's, he's, didn't he's, you're still on probation trying to convince me about Strider for an ES. R- well, okay. So if I if I can get into it. You have 14 seconds. Please do. So, yeah. But I think, you know, what I like about this game is that they were so aware of the limitations of the NES that they were just like, well, we're not going to get an ar- arcade perfect port or anything, so let's just make a completely different game from the ground up. And it's an admirable Play stance. to the strengths of the system, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? An admirable stance if he didn't call it Strider. Yeah, well, <laughs> this point counterpoint, right? I mean, here, baby. he's still yeah. a badass ninja, or as I wish I had that quote in front of me, but in the the intro movie, and I think it's pretty cool that they had an intro movie. Yep, um, it was still pretty uncommon at the time. Yeah, but uh, the, they there's some very poorly worded thing about how the Striders are the most skilled group at. Acts such as infiltration, explosion, and you know, like espionage. It's just like a list of awkward nouns. But, uh, <laughs> but it's cool, you know? Like he, It's weird because it's a team of... Uh, it's sort of this motley crew of specialists, I guess. There's like Strider Hiryu, right, who's a ninja. Right. And then there's like this lady with crazy hair shooting a machine gun. And then there's like a guy who looks like uh, a gladiator or something. But he only plays... Hiryu, you only right? play as Hiryu, but right. it's cool that they have this whole cast of characters that right. wasn't in any of the other games at all. Mm. Like, it's all For just... good reason. Yeah, well, but, you know, we're talking <laughs> NES days, you know? I mean, part... I think no small part of my love for this game is the fact that it was, like, you know, one of a handful of games that I had growing up. But, um, you know, it's... Act, like, I played it... I came back to it uh, probably around six years ago um, when I got the DS because there was a Game Boy Advanced... Uh, Capcom collection. Oh, right. The NES Bionic Commando, the Final Fight 1. Or no, oh. no, 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 I'm sorry. Mighty, Mighty Final Mighty Fight. Mighty Final Fight, yeah. And uh, Strider, NES. Huh. And so I played it again on that, and I was like, wow, this actually holds up. I'm having a great time. Because it, and, like, I think we touched on this in maybe the first podcast a little bit, but uh, that it is kind of more of a, not open world, obviously, but like open ended, like not it has so linear. Some, lin- un- some non linear elements. Mm. And it's sort of a, it's it's almost like a, it's like a weird fusion of Ninja Gaiden and some kind of detective adventure. Mm. You know, you go into like you start at this, you have this central hub, and oh, this is another thing I didn't even remember until today. But um, the game is divided into episodes, almost like a precursor to a certain other game. A certain wrath a, a filled. Certain, yeah, a certain's wrath. <laughs> I thought I had something there, but I didn't. Good hustle. Good hustle. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, there's like a little splash screen before each new huh. mission or whatever that's like, on the next exciting installment of Strider, really? will you find that? Yeah. Wow. That is I mean, weird. when I say splash screen, I literally mean like a, a, a One black image. screen with text on it, not text, even an image. Yeah. There's no image. Oh, no image. Okay. But it's still well, a cool idea. Yeah, you lost me again. There's exclamation points for what that's worth. Okay, well, how many? Two? <laughs> there, to make uh, up for graphics, at least we have one, additional At least one per, yeah. Um but, you know, it's just got this intriguing flow. You start out in this central hub, which is a giant, uh, like, um, well, it's a giant two-headed mecha dragon called the Blue Dragon. That's, uh-huh. It's actually your spaceship, right? And you're inside this thing, and you're in front of this giant computer terminal, which I noticed is something that Capcom used in, like, every single game back then, even DuckTales. Yep. A giant There's always computer. a giant computer terminal. Um, Children will be able to identify with working in a giant mainframe. Yeah. <laughs> So there's that, right? And you start out there, and then you can either uh, dispatch yourself to a nation somewhere. Like, there's all these different countries that you can visit around the world. 
um, just like in real life. <laughs> um, <laughs> or, or you can, uh, uh, there's an analyze option, which is uh, you, you pick up these uh, giant like Apple IIe floppy disks um, when you're out doing the different missions and then you come back to your, your Blue Dragon, you can analyze the disks and they have info that gives you clues as to where you're supposed to go next in sort of a uh, like Carmen Sandiego-like fact, uh, fashion. And that's where the non-linear element kind of comes huh. in. I mean, it is, you know, at its core, linear experience. But right. There's like... I just remember like the first time I played it, I was expecting, you know, like Ninja Gaiden or any other kind of action yeah. game at the time. I think only Metroid really was in my mind as something that didn't, that wasn't just run right and win. It was yeah. like, you need to go up, down, or even back. Right. What? Back? Not in not in my video games. Yeah, yeah. But uh, like there was some point where you needed some kind of crazy boots to walk up a wall or something. And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I don't. Nintendo Power says there's boots. There are no boots. I don't understand. It, and, yeah. I gave, and I gave up out of pure frustration. I'm sure if I sat down now with like an actual attention span, yeah. I, I mean, can figure this out. Part of the, yeah, part of the joy of the game is piecing together all the clues to figure out where you get the cool like Metroid style upgrades that right. allow you to progress in the game. And uh, yeah, you get the magnet boots that let you walk yeah. uh, like sideways and upside down for a while. It's just it's just cool because none of this was in any other version of Strider. Right, it makes date. and it's still unique to this day. Like yeah. there's no no magnet boots. It in was any other game. I think no. very ahead of its time in that respect. You know, I mean, I guess by Metroid inventing things that weren't used again. Yeah, well, no, they, but they are used all the time. You know, like oh, this sort of like permanent character progression and the non-linear elements and like the fact that it's an action game, but it's also got these sort of like uh. mystery elements to it you have intrigued me to want to play it again there's also so like there's the permanent upgrades like you get a slide and you get the magnet boots and you get like a charge shot for your sword which is what's called a cipher um but there's also like spells that Mm. you can just uh equip and whip out at any time you can like shoot fire and there's a healing spell is there an ice spell there is there a spell spell. to conjure a minecart that I can then ride on a minecart track. Uh, it doesn't have everything. You know what it does have, <laughs> though? And this is another cool thing. I think every stage in the game has these pneumatic tubes, uh-huh. which may seem out of place, but they're super fun to use. You like Just zip around. all over the level super fast, like Sonic. And it's a great solution for ladders, which have always been a cumbersome, cumbersome trope of video games. Really? Ladders? What is, like, what you're is gonna, the Wow, you're going to go climbing? on record against ladders? But yeah. That might be the only thing I agree on in this diatribe really have you played nest strider for a substantial amount of time i heard enough here today (laughs) all i knew is i played that game in the arcade and i put in that cart and it was like what the yeah that's the problem (laughs) yeah i mean like i don't get everyone's i mean maybe i shouldn't because it says strider it's a strider on the box that's not my strider i don't get why everyone is so passionate for the other striders though you know it's just like i liked how you said he was it was weird because he stands weird like yeah. he stands at an angle on the hills. Yeah, there. well, no, he like it's he runs down hills attitude. weird. He runs like his head is exactly parallel to the <laughs> incline of the hill. Right. Doesn't happen. It does look weird, but I can't deny that Genesis game looked pretty slick. Like I remember pretty... looking slick at the time, but you know, it's just you're this huge hitbox, and there's like flashing crazy bullets all over the place, and you're like two hits. You just want to slow down, get some magnet boots. I just, it's there's nothing in there. Solve you know? crime. It's just a just like a ninja. If you like, ninjas it's a, go left it's to right, and arc- they slash stuff. That's how it goes. <laughs> they don't solve crimes. But he's not just a ninja. They don't he's backtrack. A stri- he's a detective. That's, he's Batman. That's your. He's Japanese uh, Batman. Yeah. Wow. You're, this is, this you're is drinking a, the Kool Aid. He's Japanese. 
You drink into Splash Screen Kool-Aid. Just because it says Look, that's what a Strider is, don't make also, it Also, the intro music to Strider NES is super badass. I think that's it sounds like an orchestra of chainsaw, machine, uh, chainsaw motorcycles. Nice. Uh, so I think that's what we'll probably end the episode with, since you've <laughs> mentioned this so many times today, of just, just the, the yeah. intro music. It's not, I'm not saying it's the best game no, ever. No, no, no. I'm just saying it's way better than I think that is what anyone you're in this room seems You to did think. equate it to Batman, so I don't know. I said he's, a, he's the Batman, he's the ninja. Well, I guess Batman already is kind of a ninja. He essentially is a ninja. Him right. and Daredevil. And your favorite Street Fighter game was uh, Street Fighter 2010? Yeah. <laughs> That'll, up there. That'll be 2600 Pac-Man. Man, that's that, celebrating its uh, 22nd anniversary and its uh, its setting celebrating its second anniversary. <laughs> yes. Uh, 2010 <laughs> celebrating its second anniversary. Man, I just can't believe how... 2012, the second anniversary of 2010. That's Man. just not right. Yeah. I just... Uh, I can't believe how uh, exaggerated and uh, hopeful the 80s were for the future. If they felt that 2010 was going to have cyber armor and floating cars and hoverboards, hoverboards, like, there's that too. Kudzu's growing out of control over the place. I don't know if you played that game, but like mm. probably 90% of the levels are just cut like giant vines everywhere. I just remember like going different levels and fighting like one dude at a time, and yeah, this yeah. game PS is bad. So that was <laughs> that was my takeaway. Taking us out as a Strider intro song. Thanks, Greg. Yeah, play Strider. Play Strider. And uh, as far as other streams go, we have, uh, we're have we doing our monthly Mega Man stream. The next one is March 6th. That'll be Mega Man 3, full playthrough. We will have more Mega Man goodies to give away. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got yeah, good good pile of great stuff that we're going to like have throughout each, each month. So then Mega Man 4 will be in April and so on. Uh, next week, which would be March 1st, as of this recording, is the Street Fighter Cross Tekken launch party. Um, I think at this point we'll have posted a flyer on Cap Community and announced like the location and, and everything. Uh, there'll probably be a Facebook uh, kind of event thing that you can go on the Facebook Street Fighter page. Los Angeles, California, yeah. March 1st. LA, yeah. LA area, so if you're within 100 miles, get in that cross-tech and launch party. I actually don't know any specifics, like if there's any exhibition matches or top players, but they usually are in that area, so... Uh, we'll be full of surprises. Stands to reason where, uh, as of this moment, I will try to stream that. There's a giant pitch in my voice when I talk about that. But that's, that is the hope. And uh, Cross Assault, obviously, running all weekend and into next week with conclusion at Final Round in Atlanta. And uh, I guess that's it. That'll do it. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Thanks for listening, and... Uh, Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.